Below the Bar podcast is not meant to be taken as legal advice. It is purely used for entertainment purposes. Corbin and I are not attorneys. In fact, we haven't even graduated law school yet. We don't even know if we're going to graduate. We don't even know if we're going to graduate. That's scary. So if you have any legal concerns, please, 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 I urge you guys to seek an actual attorney. With that being said, I hope you enjoy this episode. And that's all I have to say. Hey guys, welcome back to Below the Bar Podcast. My name is Drew. With me as always is my dude. Corbin. And we hope you like Shakespeare because this one's a pretty tough case it's, to read. It's an interesting one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whoever wrote the opinion, I forget what his name was. Yeah, I can't. I, I thought it was no. Cardozo, but it, it wasn't. It's not? No. Okay. Um, but yeah, whoever wrote this opinion, he just... Carlin. Carlin. That's it. Yeah. Carlin. He just... Love to write and loved, I think, to hear himself write. So <laughs> hear people yeah. read his yeah. stories. The fl- most flowery language I've ever seen for in real. a legal opinion, in a court opinion. It's crazy. But yeah, but before that, we haven't seen each other yeah. in a week. Yeah. I think we, yeah, we haven't gotten together outside of podcasting. Yeah, we used to, and it kind of sucks, you know, because we used to be able to hang out throughout the week, but with classes starting and everything, it's just been kind of. You know, yeah. How have classes been going, dude? I have this one. I'm not going to say the name of it because I don't want the professor to hear. <laughs> it's not fun. We'll just say that. Yeah, I'll just keep it. No, I it. feel that. Yeah, I. Most of my classes so far haven't been bad, but that's probably on account of the fact that I haven't been able to go to any of them. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Literally, my computer broke Monday morning as I'm getting ready to get on for class. It's convenient. To the point that I could still kind of see the screen, but not really. So, like, I suffered through that class. I shut my laptop, and then I was like, well, I'm going to need a new laptop. So I opened it back up, and the screen's just destroyed. Like, just wiring in the screen broke. So I had to buy an entirely new computer. I went to Best Buy. They didn't have any computers. They were out. Of computers (laughs) at Best Buy? Yeah. I could get, like, a crappy laptop like for a couple hundred bucks if i wanted to but like name any companies that make crappy laptops uh no (laughs) i don't want to get in trouble (laughs) but uh, but literally yeah it was like they had a couple just kind of shitty to be honest laptops for a couple hundred bucks they were like you can go home with this or we could get them shipped to you and i was like how can best buy be out of computers yeah but so they really isn't the best buy right (laughs) yeah so i get it I got it delivered on Friday, which is the only day of the week that I don't have class. Of course. So, so of course. I just had to email my professor and be like, hey, I, I, I just can't this week. They're going to need you to get a doctor's note from Best For Buy. For my computer. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Man, so, that sucks, man. So, so, you been... so, so far, classes have been great. No, yeah. no work. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been doing side work for them just to keep up. But yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure all your professors understand there's nothing you can really do about it. Yeah, that. they were all pretty understanding um they just basically said if you need anything reach out so but yeah so that's how our lives have been going i hope everybody else's first week of classes have been going better than mine but 
Mine's been very boring. My life's been boring this past week. Yeah. Usually I have something exciting to talk about, but I have nothing this, this week. Yeah. I'm doing I, laundry today. That's, that's fun. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I looked at a house this week just because still I'm, looking. Yeah. yeah my lease is up in May, so I'm basically trying to decide whether we're moving to a house or whether we're going to find somewhere else and rent. I'm just kind of sick of the whole renting thing. So You can do one of those... Uh, live in the what are they what are those things the storage containers oh yeah those the, things that you can buy at like home depot for like is that what you're talking about no they have like the people took those um god what are they called man i ha- i have the it's like the train cars that people made houses out of, <laughs> okay. like the minimalist yeah stuff. yeah i've seen people do those with like they buy like a shed from um home depot and then they just turn it into a mini house live in that yeah. That's not my life. I, That's ridiculous. I cannot be a minimalist. I no. have to have as many things that have no purpose in my apartment as possible. Yeah, I, I was telling Paige the other day, I was like, I can't wait for spring cleaning because I'm throwing 90% of what we have. Yeah. You know, you know, I should donate some of it, you know, when I can, but right. know, the vast majority of it's like, it's in the basement. It's been down there for two years. We don't even know it exists. Right. Why, why are we moving this stuff around? Yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I'm just ready to just have a new place to be honest get out of where i'm at and go from there i guess yeah like we but, have three cats why do we need three cats yeah just donate two of them. <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> i love all of our cats they're all fantastic but the dog the dog's got it <laughs> <laughs> no but all right yeah i guess that's probably enough about our lives you yeah, guys are probably uh, like okay this yeah, isn't this what is, we're talking about but yeah. Yeah, but no, so this is uh this is Cordis v. Peerless Transportation. It's another torts case. I know we do a lot of torts in criminal law cases, but they just happen to be they're, the most They're exciting. the strangest. Yeah. They're, they're the cases where the weird things really happen. Yeah. Um, not much. I mean, you have it. You know, we talked about spite fences, but there's not too much crazy stuff going on in property right. law. You know, that's... Or Harrier jets and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. But. I mean, you have it. You have it's, you know, isolated. But yeah. Yeah. Cordas versus peerless transportation. Yeah, like I said, this is guys. This is very written in a very Shakespearean manner. It's a difficult case to read, and that's actually a big part of why we wanted to do this episode. Is because I don't know if you remember reading this in law school. Yeah, it's terrible. It's horrible. It. it, Yeah. And I know you guys know what Quimby is. Quimby is zero help for this case. Yeah. It. This case is just, you have to basically break it down sentence by sentence the whole way through the entire yeah. thing. I mean, I'm sure there's definitely some people who are more like English majors or something that'll be able to, like, oh, yeah. of course. There's, yeah. yeah, nerds, but, but for, like, yeah, nerds. no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but for us uh, common uh, folk, yeah, we uh, we just, I just, you know, it was very... Civilians. Yeah, civilians. So. That's the two types of people in this world. It's civilians and English and nerds. <laughs> and nerds. Civilians and nerds. Okay, so we'll get into it. Yeah. So, uh, go ahead. yeah, this case, I, I guess, we'll, do we just want to jump in with the facts or we can kind of talk about it? Like well, it's we a said, negligence case. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, we yeah. talked it's towards its negligence. So there are like four parts to negligence. So there's the duty, then there's the breach of that duty, and then there's causation, and there's two parts of causation, actual and proximate. We kind of talked about proximate cause with uh paul's graph yeah whenever yeah. we talked about i don't know why i said yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we, we did do that it was very <laughs> abrupt i'm sorry guys but uh yeah we kind of talked about that with paul's graph and the zone of danger and stuff like that but then there's 
the last part of negligence is the injury, which is caused by the breach of duty. Yes. Um, that's kind of like a quick rundown of what you need for a negligence case. Yeah, and that's this week's episode, guys. So we'll Let's see you. Wrap it up. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, so now that we know that it's a negligence case, I can kind of break down the facts if that, if that works for you. Um, this sure. happened in New York City, uh, I believe in the late 30s because the actual trial was in the early 40s, 41, I believe. Yeah. But so basically what happened was there was this guy in an alleyway in New York City. Which is not where you want to be. Yeah, you just don't go there. Yeah. But uh, he did, and then two guys jumped him. And I don't really even know what they took, but whenever they were leaving, it must have been important because the guy chased after them. And they were arms, too. Which they were is, arms. That's bold. Yeah. 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 Um, we'll get into some of the quotes that are used where you'll learn more about because people, they're just strange. But yeah. they were So they were armed, <laughs> they took his stuff, and then he chased them. And while he was chasing them, at least one of them, maybe two, I think maybe they, they both did of them split up. They split okay. up, and he chased the one with with the gun, <laughs> which is wild, wild. Uh, yeah. So the one with the gun hops in a taxi cab, and he takes his gun and he tells the driver to go. So the driver starts driving. The driver makes it about fifteen feet before he decides to jump out of the taxi. Which again, fair. Yeah. He, he has a gun to him. A lot of brave people. Yeah. I don't know. Like, you jump out of a taxi after going 15 feet. You probably haven't built up that much speed. Yeah, he's just going to be like... He's just going to get out. Like, like, <laughs> I'm going to kill you because right. you're trying to run away. Yeah. But, so, yeah. So, this guy just does movie scene, jumps out, barrel rolls out of this taxi, <laughs> and ghost rides the taxi, and it <laughs> goes, and it goes past, like, it goes up onto the sidewalk and goes past... A woman and her two kids. Yeah. It doesn't hit them. No. It just goes past them. And then she sues the taxi company. Peerless transportation. Yeah. The woman that almost got hit by the car without a driver sues the taxi company for negligence. Sure. And I get that. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And then I know you were saying that her husband was also there. He well, he wasn't well. He wasn't at the there, scene, yeah. but he was also he was a named plaintiff. <laughs> I think he's the one that filed the 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 claim in the first place, and I that would imagine that's because I mean it was the thirties, the thirties, and you know I mean women's Women, rights yeah. weren't yeah. <laughs> so I believe it's crazy to me, but yeah, yeah. I guess for the time he that that the man had to be the one to bring forth the suit, right? But I mean th- this whole thing's just bananas from the taxi driver's point of view i mean this guy's dry so he was trying to pick someone up already and then this uninvited guest just jumps into the back of his cab with a gun with a gun he points a gun at him says drive by this time there's a crowd of people chasing the cab yelling stop thief right yeah so i mean then, then he just jumps out and apparently the mugger leapt out too because whenever they approached the wreckage, there was nobody no, right. in the car. And they they did find the mugger in the cellar of a hospital, right? Yeah, where they apprehended him. It's funny to me that they use the term wreckage because then, again, as we said, this guy got about fifteen feet before he jumped out, <laughs> so probably not a ton of speed. Yeah, <laughs> like I can't, I don't imagine it did 
a ton of damage to whatever especially it in the 30s i mean how much horsepower did a car <laughs> right yeah. like it's not going zero to 60 no. in in, 50, <laughs> in 15 feet what do you think car like what do you think a good barometer of like in the 30s like this car has 12 horsepower right and goes zero to 60 and oh it doesn't even hit 60 it, it, it goes, goes zero to 12 <laughs> and i mean <laughs> this is just an 1830 though so i'd imagine I don't know. I think 1930. I'm, a, I'm a really bad judge at like what technology was I've, in different decades. Yeah, I have yeah. no idea. Yeah. I don't keep up with that. No. Just, I'm picturing like the Model T's. Like, <laughs> this, <laughs> oh, God, like <laughs> Wait, that horn? That... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like it has the big ass wheels and yeah. it's just like kind of like almost bouncing up and down the road. Everybody's wearing a monocle and a top hat. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm picturing, but again, I my brain has no idea what the 1930s were. I like. think that's accurate. So. Yeah, Google 1930s. 30s. Talk to someone from the 30s. I guarantee you, they still have a collection of monocles and top hats that they treasure. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So this woman sues, or her husband sues, and basically the court comes down to, well, can we hold this taxi driver liable for negligence whenever he had a gun to him? Right, and, yeah. And basically, yeah, the court goes on to say, no, you can't expect people to act as a reasonable person whenever they're put into an emergency situation. And that's, yes, that's the focal point of this case, is negligence in an emergency situation. But they say it in such a long-winded, oh, yeah. no-purpose way. Oh, yeah, we'll get to some of the quotes here. Which we here. can talk about, yeah. Yeah, but... <laughs> But I do want to just kind of go through the court's analysis oh, yeah. in plain English, though. So they there was a few, a few key citations that the court made in their opinion, and they they these they were mentioning how negligence has been variously defined, but the common law legal ex- acceptation. It's an interesting. <laughs> yeah, legal ex- acceptation is the failure to exercise that care and caution which a reasonable and prudent person ordinarily would exercise under like conditions and circumstances which that's going to be key coming up here. right so the test of actionable negligence is what reasonably prudent men would have done under the same circumstances so actionable negligence must be predicated upon a breach of duty to the plaintiff and negligence is not absolute or intrinsic but is always relevant to some circumstances of time place and person right and these are all key things that we plucked out because they were very relevant to how this court ultimately ruled. The plaintiff's attorney, uh, the Cordis, Cordis's attorney argues that while the cab driver was acting in an emergency situation by jumping out from the car, this does not preclude recovery for the plaintiffs. Basically what he's arguing is it doesn't matter that he was acting in this, you know, emergency situation. He was still negligent and therefore. Yeah. (laughs) Which is, insane to me that anybody can be like no like i i get it he had a gun to his back yeah but like that doesn't mean he can can just do whatever he wants that doesn't mean he can just jump out of his car you gotta save your life here (laughs) like it's i don't it's just mind blowing yeah well he's basically arguing that the importance of the interests of the public at large outweigh those of the individual even when they're acting in a manner that would save their life and that's kind of a I mean, I'm sure people could debate over whether that's 
you know. I mean, obviously that's what they're doing here, but yeah, that's just almost like an ethical. It's almost just like the trolley problem. Yeah, yeah. Like you're the, talking about, there's one person on or one three side. people. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 This <laughs> this lowly chauffeur. As that's he's an exact quote. To, <laughs> this lowly chauffeur got just got placed in one of the most difficult ethical problems anybody yes. has ever. This moral dilemma that no one even knows the real answer to. Yeah. And yeah. now they're trying to sue him because he decided to save his life and almost hit someone. <laughs> yeah. Well, thankfully, the court disagreed with the plaintiff. Right. They they were saying that they, well, they ultimately held that when an individual is faced with an emergency situation, such as somebody jumping in your cab, putting a gun to you and saying, drive, you know, that acts taken that under normal circumstances would be negligent may not be so in these circumstances, right. which I think is important. I think we shouldn't hold people in these, you know, extreme circumstances to the same standard as, you know, had they not been in them in the first place. Yeah, I, I, I would agree. I just, again, the fact that they're even trying to say that that's not reasonable is... I, it's their job i get it but <laughs> yeah 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 so that's that's what happened and that's what the court held was that i guess if we could wrap it up in a neat little bow what the court held was that in an emergency situation they're going to give you more lenience right. as, as to whether or not you're acting as a reasonably prudent person right yeah it's <laughs> Doesn't mean you can do whatever, whatever. you want. Yeah, but, but you you're, you have a little bit more leeway, right? You know. But Quotes. how they said it. <laughs> is, yes. If you don't mind, I just want to start off with the very first part of the opinion. Sure. That Justice Carlin wrote here. Okay. So he says this case presents the ordinary man, the problem child of the law, in a most bizarre setting. <laughs> As a lowly chauffeur in defendant's employ, he became in a trice the protagonist in a breach-baiting drama with a denouement almost tragic. <laughs> it appears that a man whose identity it would be indelicate to divulge with felonious, was feloniously relieved of his portable goods by two nondescript highwaymen in an alley near 26 and 3rd Avenue, Manhattan. <laughs> they they induced him to relinquish his possession by a strong argument ad hominem couched in the convincing cant of the criminal and pressed at the point of a most persuasive pistol. That's a long way of saying that a chauffeur got put in a p position because somebody else threatened, stole something with a gun. Yeah. <laughs> and then they said, not only did they, they, they phrased even just saying stole something with a gun, they said feloniously deprived him <laughs> yeah. of his portable goods. Which and is relieved him of his, what, relieved him of his own possessions. Yeah. <laughs> like very, dude, they stole. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's almost like he was trying to fulfill a word count. Like, you're like, hey, right. this... This opinion has to meet this work. And he's like, oh, no. I've written like this before. It's it's the classic, like, you need, yeah, you need 500 words and you have 200 words. It's the, yeah. have you seen the meme? Uh, Ten people died last night in a fire due to a fire last night in the Bronx. <laughs> have you ever seen that video? Yeah. It's a news lady and she goes, ten people died last night due to a, f or ten people died in a fire last night in the Bronx due to a fire last night in the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you for that. Uh, yes, so 
uh, we could go forever reading these quotes, and I'm going to read a few more, but we have, there are those who stem the turbulent current for bubble fame, or who's or who bridge the yawning chasm with a leap for the leap's sake, or who are, or who outstare the sternest eyes that look out brave the heart most daring on the earth. Pluck the young sucking cubs from the she-bear. Yea, mock the lion where he roars for prey to win a fair lady. And these are the admiration of the generality of men. But they are made of sterner stuff than the ordinary man upon whom the law places no duty of emulation. What the? What? So I had to read through that like eight times. And I finally just decided... It means basically they're saying that there are those who can act calm and collected when faced with this great danger, such as, uh, what do they say, or plucking the young sucking cubs from the she-bear. However, there is no duty on the ordinary person to act with such calmness when faced with the same. Right. So they're basically saying that if you're willing to go and take cubs from their mother bear, then you could not jump out of the car. That's exactly. <laughs> That's exactly. So they didn't do that test. They didn't put him in a room with a mother bear and his cubs. That'd be great if that's how they solve these issues. Yeah, it's just like what? Why are you saying it this way? Yeah. Um, I also think they may. I don't know if this is him again, his writing, or if this is actually what happened. But whenever they're talking about again, talking about the lowly chauffeur. And this guy with the gun, at one point, he goes on to say, um, so they're waiting in a standstill for the less colorful fare, and his passenger immediately advised him to stand not upon the order of his going, but to go at once, and added finality to his command by an appropriate gesture with a pistol addressed to his sacroiliac, which... I had to look up because I don't know anything about anatomy, but that bone. Yeah, is... Corbin actually pointed to his leg the other day and said, "Dude, my fingers are itchy." <laughs> yeah, like, body. No, right. but <laughs> the sacroiliac is just a bone right above your ass. <laughs> it is what it looked like whenever I googled it. So, it, again, I don't know if that act like why he put a gun at his butt, but then he said. He basically said, if you don't do what I'm going to tell you to do, you're going to lose your brains. This guy has less of an understanding of human anatomy than you do. <laughs> right. He pointed a gun at this man's butt and said he was going to blow his brains out. <laughs> the chauffeur, in reluctant acquiescence, proceeded about 15 feet when his hair, like, an, like unto the quills of the fretful porcupine, was made to stand on end. And then he jumped out of the car. Is <laughs> basically what happened. But yeah, I I have one more. Sorry, I have one more quote. Just because it's they try to. I feel like they're trying to romanticize this crime that just happened. <laughs> yeah, it it's a lot like Ted Bundy. Everybody talks about how like he was beautiful, he was charming, he was smart. Like they're just romanticizing this terrible thing that happened. So the holdup man sensing his insecurity suggested to the chauffeur that in the event there was the slightest lapse in obedience to his curt command that he the chauffeur would suffer the loss of brains oh, <laughs> brains brains so the guy jumps into the car points the gun at the chauffeur's ass 
yeah. and says, if you don't do what I tell you to do, I'm going to blow your brains, out. Blow your brains out. Yeah. Through wrong your... place. You're pointing the gun at the wrong area. Yeah. Who? I mean, but... you don't really know anatomy, though, Corbin, and you show this time and time again. How do you know that this man... It's just what it says, and I just, I'm pretty sure that's not where the brain is. I mean, I beg to differ, but, you know, it's, we it, can respectfully, we can agree to disagree. We can. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just amazing to me. They're using this language, which kind of just paints it as, like, this play that's going on. <laughs> everything's going to work out in the end. They're like, this lowly chauffeur and which he, is offensive yeah oh, very offensive yeah. <laughs> and he um appropriately put the gun to the guy's ass yeah so <laughs> that would be terrible i don't get why he uses the word appropriately could you um, yeah like it's inappropriate could you imagine though like you're you're hanging out that would be scarier than having a gun pointed at your face i think if some like lunatic ran up and put a gun to your ass and was like <laughs> Better do what I say. Be like, oh my god, this guy. Well, in my opinion, that would be worse. Like, yeah. I, again, this is my opinion, guys. I don't know about you. I don't really ever want to be paralyzed. Mm. I, th in my opinion, I think I would rather be dead than yeah. be paralyzed. <laughs> and I'm not saying that's how everybody feels. This is my opinion. I'm not hating on any anyone that's paralyzed or anything like that. <laughs> no, I know. I, I just, think anyone's taking it. I just don't want. To be paralyzed. Yeah, I, I would think rather. that's a, that's not, you don't have to apologize. Yeah. For that. You don't want to be paralyzed. Yeah, who wants so, to? Yeah. So it almost is more terrifying. Like, hey, if you don't do this, I'm just gonna paralyze you. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not gonna kill you. Yeah. And I value my butt. <laughs> yeah. So like, it really helps me get from point A to point B. Yeah. So I don't. I, I couldn't literally sit all day long. So yeah. Yeah. But yeah. That, I don't know. Those quotes to me just really romanticize this whole case and seem really strange to me. So whenever you guys are going through this, if you haven't already, and you're in torts class and you're asked to read Cordis v. Peerless, and you're reading through it like I was going, what the hell am I reading? Turn on this episode and listen to it again and say, oh yeah, so this guy just, uh, he, he, he was acting in an emergency situation. He wasn't negligent because of that. And the there was... Ultimately, the taxi company was found not to be liable at all. Right. Yeah. There was no damages yeah. to be awarded. Which, here. again, so, is understandable. Yeah. Um, I guess if you are listening to this while you're having to brief this for a law school class, probably don't talk about the gun pointing at the ass as much as we did. I just thought that was a very... <laughs> I just thought that was a... <laughs> the professor's like, no, I want to rewind here. Let's focus on the gun pointed at the ass. <laughs> yeah. He's like, it's a very important topic. It's very vital. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's really the case. Um. I don't know how much more we can... I mean, we could read the whole opinion and you guys could see all of these insane quotes. Yeah. But just read a Dr. Seuss book or something, uh, Hamlet. Any, I know Hamlet is not Dr. Seuss, but really, <laughs> really you're getting the same kind of... If there's two books I could compare, it would, or if there's two, uh, I guess, artists. pieces of literature, yeah. it would be Hamlet and, and Green Eggs and Ham. Yeah. yeah. They're very parallels they, just, they are. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys well that is the episode that's yeah. cordis v peerless transportation i uh, hope you guys enjoyed it uh i have nothing else to add no i really don't other than our usual follow us on instagram spotify youtube send us any cases that you guys want um we're really trying our best to just keep up with new 
ideas every week. I know we're trying to find copyright. We're trying... Just any case. It doesn't have to be a tort. It doesn't have to be negligence. Yeah, whatever. So, whatever. we're funny. We'll make it funny. We'll make it funny. So, I don't worry. I, I wouldn't put that out there that we think we're funny. Because then people are like, you guys aren't funny. Yeah, they're going to be like, yeah. you guys actually aren't funny. So, we'll be like, shit, you're right. But, like and subscribe on YouTube or Instagram. And yeah. just... Have a good week. Have a good week. Goodbye. Bye.